Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Good evening, Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104. Send us in your uh, true crime documentaries slash series recommendations, please. WhatsApp 0876797104. Getting back to uh, Polly's text. Polly texted us earlier on saying that hey, he's living and working in a pub over in London. And uh, he has cracked out the PS4 on the big stri- on the big screen. The stuff the dreams are made of. He has followed up Saoirse by saying he's there two years. He's originally from Kinsare. Pub is in West London. It's called the Old Hat. And he would like a shout out to Karen and Shauna who made it home. And poor Polly got stuck there. So um, he's now poor moved on Polly. to... He is loving life. <laughs> <laughs> he, in fairness, he did send us a video of him doing the rounds. The fire is on in the pub. The uh, what It's now moved on to, I believe, Grand Theft Auto is on the big screen and F104 is on in the background. So yes, and Polly, yeah, you, you, you can come on over here anytime you want. Um, I wonder if you're going to be staying there or trying to get back. But listen, thanks very much for the text. Um, and, and Brilliant us... place to self-isolate. Not a bad place to self-isolate Because that was one that we didn't get. Remember we were talking about the best places that you would go if you could. Oh, you're locked in a pub? Yeah, we never talked about that. Yeah, I always, always drink responsibly in a pub. It doesn't mean you have to be drinking. Just to be locked in a pub, you would feel so much better. Living off bacon fries would be the absolute <gasps> dream. Yes. Or the nuts, you know, the nuts you get. Oh, are you talking about the hot nuts? Or are you yeah, talking about the Manhattan nuts. peanuts? Oh, they're so good. Listen, The hot sad. nuts. Yeah. Uh, also, I forgot about this. Some agent is after messaging us in saying, there's loads of satellites in the sky tonight. You can see more moving quickly over the sky. Now, Adrian, is that satellites? Because you reminded me of an article I saw earlier on basically saying that this week there's going to be tons and tons of shooting stars we're going to be able to see. Oh, I've never seen a shooting star. It, nor have I. So apparently tomorrow night into Wednesday morning is going to be the ideal time to see them. And right. it is a meteor shower. So it's a, apparently a burst of activity that takes place annually. It's usually mid to late April. And it's to do with a comet kicking off dust that's going to be coming into the atmosphere. So uh, keep your eye out this evening if you're driving around or if your body clock is completely out of sync, like mine is, and you're up to like 5, 6 in the morning now just staring at the ceilings, <laughs> go outside, lie on the ground, stare at the sky because apparently tomorrow, tomorrow night slash into Wednesday morning is going to be the ideal time to see the most amount of uh, um, comets or, or should I say uh, it's a meteor shower. It'll be a meteor shower from the end of, of the comments like I'm, I'm half tempted to get up and try and see them I know typical me now I'll go out and I won't be able to see anything yeah, I get like, bored after like five minutes um, <laughs> and, and go back inside and be like yeah whatever god damn it uh, right so listen thanks for that Adrian and then if you're looking for something to do meteor shower you don't have to get up for work in the morning um, and that's happening every night this week so you might, might stick your head out the window now and you might see something now um, but again tomorrow night apparently for where we are is going to be one of the better times to, to see it but all week it's going to last so uh, that's a bit of crack and the weather's looking fine as well there isn't a cloud in the sky might be able tomorrow to see is meant to be the hottest day of the week I know I mean what are you doing to us April please bring I suppose we're coming into May now God, 20th of April where are the days going now it is it's the time that people are usually doing exams that's when it gets warm here mm. yeah I suppose you know? college exams and stuff are on at the moment lockdown will be over and it'll be pissing rain <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> That's exactly what's going to happen, isn't it? Just like, oh, for God's yeah. mother of God. Right. As always, listen, uh, hse.e for all the latest info. If you want to get, um, if you want to get um, up-to-date latest information on what you need to do uh, for yourself or for other people with regards to all the social, physical, self-isolating, quarantining, washing... All Don't touch things. anyone. Socially isolate for at least another five years. Yeah, just stay inside. Listen, yeah. it's, people annoy you anyway. So people are the, the source of all your problems in life. So without them, 
happy, happy days. Except I'm the type of person that all I want to do now is go stand in the middle of um, Stevens Green mm-hmm. with a big sign saying free hugs. That's no. all I want to do. I Nightmare. just want to hug everyone. You and Cuddle Party Coordinator Randy can go get a room <laughs> together and sort your lives out because that is not... Oh, God. <laughs> I don't think I'd go that far now. But, yeah, that's all I want to do is hug everyone. I keep smiling at people in the supermarket. As in, like, I want to hug you. I want to say hi. Really? And they're... Yeah, and everyone. I think it's people are avoiding everyone, and I don't like it. Yeah, you know, I'm a people person. I like talking to people. Uh, the only good news, only good news for us is, and if there is an insomnia coffee near you, right, they're starting to reopen some of the coffee shops. See that? So oh no, I didn't see insomnia that. Insomnia is going to be opening three coffee shops, but what they'll be doing is only doing takeout. You can't sit inside. Yeah. All the protection will be up. So they're opening three. Oh, I think they're. I can't remember where they're opening the three of them. But hopefully over the next couple of weeks they'll be phased yeah. opening. Because just even, even things like that, being able to walk down and grab a coffee um, and search your life. I don't live near any insomnia though. So well, sadly that won't apply to me. And I'm pretty sure they're not going to open up the one beside us in here because there's literally not a soul down here by the three arena and there won't be for uh, a while longer. Anyway, a couple more weeks of this lads and then uh, we'll freedom. see where we are. Um, no, it's not freedom. It, it will it never be freedom. Definitely won't be freedom. But um, maybe there might be some some sort of uh, restrictions being eased. But some, uh, not necessarily good news, but uh, the Tony Hulham, the, the, the information that came out a little bit earlier on about certain cases and death rates starting to move in the other direction. And we know now that we're below 1% with regards to transmission rates and all those things. HSC.ie, all the info and figures crossed, only a couple of more weeks from this, I mean, I didn't realize it was the twentieth of April. For some reason, I was like, it's still only the eighth of April or the first week of April. But look at that! No, we're getting there slowly, but April, we just need to keep um, yeah, abiding April, by the rules, don't we? April has just disappeared, just like that. It is absolutely say that now. just I kind of say that. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, it hasn't disappeared. Well, I'm just I was surprised that it's the twentieth. I kind of completely forgot that yeah. we were uh, that far into the month. <laughs> just nothing has happened no one has done anything um, in April at all. well you've painted your walls actually what am I saying I painted, painted my your walls, walls. Uh, and do you know what on a positive note because I would never ever ever paint in mm. my whole entire life and I'd happily pay someone to paint yeah being stuck obviously inside and you live alone there was nothing for me to do and I've been so bored at the weekends it's unbelievable and I'm trying not to go out when I don't have to because I really don't think that you know we should be going out if you can kind of exercise inside so I've been staying in and I was like how am I going to pass the time painting I swear to God you don't even notice the time and now I have a brand new apartment so when things do come back to life I'm going to invite everyone over Uh, so you were painting I was producing (laughs) amazing stuff Me. Don't stress yes. making it tricky, but my homegirl Raina, she knows the goo is sticky. Hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's sunny. Only when it's raining, but Sabu, my cat, chopping fur <laughs> like it's spoonless. What a man. Oh, he's amazing. But honestly, fair play. Well done. That was Don't be silly now. Yeah, paying rappers to rap on a... You have produced your own single. Here we go. We'll get it. We'll get it out. and produced. That's incredible. Yeah. And I am now a qualified painter. Qualified painter slash rapper slash... Um, I don't know, slash what else, but, but, but they go release that single. Remember as well, we're taking submissions. If you want to be in, in this single, Rainless Goo's first track, The Goo is Sticky. Rainless Goo, because Sue Shalong, rearrange the letters, you get Rainless Goo, and The Goo is Sticky, because that was the first song she ever wrote, writ, wrote, yeah. uh, when you were, what, five? Can you remember how your so- original song went? Yeah, um, I remember a few lines. So, uh, the goo is very sticky. That I is. had to take a bath. After I was all clean, I cycled up the path. <laughs> that is true story. That is exactly what I sang into my little recorder when I was five. Oh, we got to get this dude to sing that. And his next verse. He has got to sing that. And then, and then the chorus was, the goo is sticky, the goo is sticky, the goo is sticky indeed. So well, I think you, you've got it, because you know the way songs just repeat the same lyrics all over again? Like, if you like, you put a, should have put a ring on it. That's just the same stuff, copy but and pasted 25 million times. That inspired me, like, Flubber was the film that inspired me to write the goo is sticky at the time. So, I don't know if you remember Flubber. It was a great film. Kind of, yeah. Williams. But... When I was writing the lyrics, like if you think about it now, when I've just said them to you, it sounds filth. Yeah. <laughs> Five-year-old, how innocent. Yeah, and now... It was sticky, I had to take a bath. After I was all clean, I cycled up the bath. 
What? Oh, gems. Uh, WhatsApp me those. We'll add that into the next first and we'll see how we get on later on in the week. Uh, right, listen, we'll take a quick break. Uh, send us in your recommendations, true crime documentaries or series. Ones that have blown your mind or you've been like, ah, here, come on. Uh, let us know. 0876797104, a streaming platform. Uh, will give you a thousand quid if they choose you to just watch 24 hours of true crime documentaries. So send us in. I have a list of five here of uh, essential true crime documentaries that you have to see. If you have any other ones to add to the list, let us know on our WhatsApp, 87 6797 FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. We're talking true crime documentaries. What was the one that just kind of blew you away? Maybe it terrified you. Maybe just like, ah, here, what, what is going on with this? Let us know. Um, 87 104 The reason I wanted to tell you about this is because if you are a true crime junkie and you just constantly watch stuff back to back and you love a bit of true crime and a bit of misery and a bit of true crime there is a documentary platform called Magellan TV Documentaries and they are a, they're a subscription service but what they're, they're currently offering right now is a thousand dollars if you watch 24 hours worth of true crime documentaries back to back now they're, they're kind of they've released the application and you can apply online and they ask you you know why do you like true crime documentaries? How much a week do you do it? They they have like a little place if you want to have a little video submission as well. And then they'll pick one person and they'll give them that money and you'll have to watch 24 hours of true crime documentaries. We just want to know this evening, what would be one of the best ones that you've ever seen? I have a list of, I think, five or six here, but let us know one of the best true crime, either documentaries, one-off kind of films and one-off documentaries, or series, because now everything is getting... You know, extend it out into a series series. Like, oh my God, what's going on? Uh, let us know. 0876797104. The first one, well, we got a... Um, this one had us come in. I think I've seen this. Good evening, Jen. What's the story? Evil Genius. Oh. It's actually mind-blowing. It needs to be watched. It's on Netflix. Have I seen this? No, I've heard about it, though. It's meant to be very, very good. Why do I feel as if I've seen this? Evil Genius. Thank you for that. Let's add that yeah. to the list. Uh, Jen, let me see. Evil Genius. I'm just trying to think. Evil Genius. I think it's still on Netflix now. Like, it's a recent enough one. Have I seen this? You know, you watch so many and they all just kind of blur into one. Yeah. What? What's it about? Oh, hang on. Hang on. Maybe I have seen this. The true story of America's most diabolical bank heist is a 2018 true crime documentary series about the murder of Brian Wells, a high-profile 2003 incident often referred to as the collar bomb or the pizza bomber case. Oh. Maybe I have seen this. Does this start off with a guy with a bomb around his neck who's walking out towards the police and there's a big massive standoff? Oh. Uh, horrifically I, terrifying. I, I, I think I've seen that, Jen. I think, but that is definitely... Yeah, just seeing it. Everyone passes. It's brilliant. Yeah, okay, Thank you. I have seen that, I think. Yeah. That, I remember, yeah. That was a great one. So if you have any other ones, do let us know. 0876797104. Uh, I have five here. Maybe I'll go from five to one. Um, now, have you got I Am Killer in there? No. What's that? So I Am Killer. This is the one that I remembered. I loved the Aaron Hernandez one. I loved Don't F With Cats, but yeah. I Am a Killer. It was just so interesting. So it was. it had two seasons. It was 2018. Um, it was on Netflix, but it just follows people on death row in the US yeah um, and you're, like it's just a kind of a backstory about their crimes and what they did but just fascinating people what, what, from, what is like, called I am a killer I am killer I am a killer yeah I'm sorry I am a killer yeah looks at it is it a UK or no it was US okay cool uh, I'm seeing it here I don't think I've actually seen that one very good it was just one of those gripping ones I remember watching it back to back yeah, I'm Definitely. looking at it here now on uh, on on Netflix. Yeah, uh, I love it was recent enough as well, only a couple of years out. Yeah, uh, it was 2018. Mm, cool. I am killer. Cool. Um, so that was in from Jess. I've got a few tweets in here. Uh, yeah, a lot of people saying, "Don't don't f with cats," which if you have not seen, don't f with cats is on Netflix as well, isn't it? It is. It's a Netflix yeah. one. Insane, absolutely insane. Uh, Andrew has said insane, but kind of. Um, uh, I would say traumatic in a way, like it's it's so it's eerie warpy. And it's, yeah, yeah, it's it, it's scary. Like you cannot be in a bad mood or in any no. way tired and emotional watching this. You have to you have to have all your wits about you now going into that one because oh. it, it makes you think you don't know who your neighbors are. You don't know 
what that person that walked past you does in their spare time. Do you know that kind of you way? You get real paranoid, don't you? Like, if, if you're on the Lewis or the bus or whatever, and just look around and wonder, you're there with maybe a hundred other people and on a, a dart or a Lewis, it's a hell of a lot more. And you're wondering, like, out of probabilities, is someone on the train a murderer? I know, I've taught that as well, loads of times. How many people have you interacted with in your life that have probably killed someone? That's... Like, do you think you've ever that. shaken the hands of a murderer? Um, I hope not. I don't think so. But you probably have passed one on the street. You probably would have passed one on the street, yeah. But, would, like, would you have interacted with someone? It could be anyone, though. Well, do you think you've ever passed someone on the street? Like, even just on the, on the someone who either walked by you, that you were in the company of, like, a, a crazy-ass killer? The thoughts of that. Like, if you were to leave your home... <laughs> that's how you develop uh, what's that phobia of being outside oh, is yeah. it agoraphobia things like that you know, just, whatever it is yeah where you actually just don't want to go anywhere you'd be terrified of leaving the house because you just be like everyone everyone's a killer everyone's a murderer do you think do you think you've ever shaken hands with a killer I don't think I've ever shaken hands but yeah absolutely have we definitely walked by a murder or Someone who's committed a horrible crime. And do you ever wonder if, if you were, like, not to try and terrify anyone at, like, 10 past 11 on a Monday evening, but whether a serial killer was going after you, but then either one decided against it or was scared away from doing it, and you were completely oblivious oh to God, the fact that you that. could have been a serial killer or murderer's that target. gives me so much anxiety. There's been so <laughs> many occasions where I have thought, oh, God. Yeah. Someone might have been Very scoping your house out for months and knew your whole routine and for whatever reason just didn't follow through with it and you were completely oblivious to someone who was planning killing you. Oh my God. Because those random attacks and stuff that happen. Yeah. Everywhere. Dublin, mm. everywhere. Um, like that person was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So that yeah. could be you or me or anyone listening. Oh, terrifying. It is terrifying. Uh, okay, so uh, supermarket heist came in from Killian. Killian, what's the story? Good evening. Uh, I've never heard of that one. It's an old school supermarket heist. The Tesco bomber. Is that on Netflix? Oh, wow, oh, well, it is. A lot of people coming in for that one uh, don't have for cats as well. The assassination, yeah. Louisa said, the assassination of Gianni Versace, American crime. Oh, that was good, actually, yeah. Oh, did you see that one? I did see that. And then The People versus O.J. Simpson. I did see that one as well. That was a oh, great brilliant. one. Yeah, that was very, very good. <laughs> that, was another, that was another one where you're like, oh, come and on, obviously lads. the one that everyone started off watching was Making a Murder. I have that in the list. Yeah, I put that in. Because that, that was the kind of beginning of this whole obsession, I think. Yeah. Wasn't ne- it? Netflix kind of cracked the code with that and had this kind of series, a serialised kind of um, true crime thing and then just it, it exploded from there because what, what I just finished watching over the weekend was The Innocence Files. Or have I finished watching it? It's a series. I don't know how many episodes are in it. But again, the same thing. Lads who wind up... Um, in prison, falsely accused, false confessions, false evidence. It just seems to be the same pattern with a lot of their police over there. It's like, did you suggest who we should pick out in the lineup? And you're kind of like, ooh, whoops. Um, so that's that's a, another good one if you have not seen it yet. The Innocence Files is definitely worth a watch if you're if you, if you're into that. A uh, couple of other ones here. Yeah. Oh, The People versus O.J. Simpson. Did I ever tell you about that? What O.J. Simpson did after he. After all, after his kind of career kind of crumbled, he was part of a prank TV show called "You've Just Been Juiced," I think. Oh yeah, yes, I did hear about this. And I'm not sure if it ever got to air. Is it "You've Been Juiced" or "You've Just Been Juiced"? Because obviously OJ's Orange Juice, and that was his name apparently yeah. back in the day. But he'd go around pranking people. Um, one of the pranks was apparently like an open viewing. They had an open viewing of a property, and he went in there and just started screaming at people and scream or you know being really inappropriate and awkward at all the other people. And then at the end, it's like, oh, you've just you've just been juiced. And I was like, oh, strange. Oh yeah, woo, cool. Thanks, man. Like only a couple of years after the whole case has died down. Anyway, right. Um, that one was very good, actually. That was probably one of my favorites. Yeah, that that was a really good one. Another one. Um, have you seen the Seven Five? No. Huh. Oh, my God. Where is that based, the, the States? Uh, in New York one. So it's following a, a one of the most corrupt policemen in the world ever. See, that is the terrifying thing. Yeah. You know why? Because yeah. we think and we go to the guards or the police because that, they're going to protect us. And then suddenly there's a story around one of them or 
you're hearing something like this and then you're absolutely petrified. Yeah, this one was released a few years ago, 2014. I just remember this as being just one of those ones where it just blows your mind. You're like, ah, come on now. Are you serious? What's going on? So it was following like dirty, dirty caps in New York in the NYPD precinct 75. And what what this main guy who was who was in it, Michael Dowd was his name, police officer for about 10 years. He just basically started running drugs for one of the cartels over there, one of the drug gangs over there. He would be putting, you know, kilos of cocaine in the back of his police patrol car and putting the sirens on, delivering them down to the, you know, to where they needed to go, to where they needed to get to. They were stealing cocaine out of the evidence department, mixing it down, putting it back in, selling that back out in the streets. Just... Stuff where you're like, if you put that in a movie, you'd be like, nah, no way. And he was making back in the 80s, 70s and 80s about uh, four grand a week, I think, um, f- from doing this and was one of the most corrupt people. He wound up going down, um, getting 13, 14 years for it. Um, but the documentary, it's, the documentary is interviewing him and other of his associates and he's just going through what he was doing and you're like, sorry, what? The 7-5. Go watch it. Seven Unreal. Five. Yeah. Okay, I will. Uh, yeah. The 7-5. Uh, the, uh, the other one I threw in as well was uh, Icarus. Not really true crime, kind of true crime. Uh, did you see the one? It was the one about the, uh, one on Oscar. One about the uh, Russian doping scandal. Oh, yes. Actually, I did see that, yeah. Yeah. So that one, if you haven't seen it, starts off with a guy, Brian Fogle, and he's trying to do a documentary highlighting doping and cycling and showing that if you have the right scientists and doctors on board, you can dope. And yeah. you can get away with it because, you know, you can do it in such a way that the tests that they give you will never show it up. Would show up, yeah. Um, and he, he's a kind of pro-amateur cyclist himself and he was taking part in one of the races. Anyway, connects with this Russian scientist, Gregory Rodchenkov. I'm probably not pronouncing that right. Gregory Rodchenkov. And then all hell breaks loose because they mm-hmm. just... Again, it's again, that's... The, the great thing about some of the best movies and documentaries is when they just take a sharp left turn into where you weren't expecting I it. Know. Yeah, and it's real and you're like what <laughs> yeah, no. how did this happen a damn Russian secret service at it again starts off as a cycling documentary and then it goes into basically trying to save that guy's the scientist's life and just it, it, I think it culminates in like the Russians being banned from one of the Winter Olympics for a while and just absolute mad stuff so if you haven't seen Icarus that's definitely another good one to watch uh, third I've mentioned this a few times on the show but it's probably one of the most disgusting shocking what the F moments I've ever had in my entire life abducted in plain sight so abducted in plain no, sight I didn't watch this I was too afraid oh you like, ha- even the title abducted in da- in what is it daylight plain sight plain sight like no no you have to watch this because you're going to be so angry watching this right so abducted in plain sight uh, it's following the story the kidnapping of a woman called Jane Broberg Felt from Idaho and uh <laughs> She was she was abducted twice by her neighbor. What? She was abducted on two separate occasions, and the like the family. I'll be honest, the family doesn't come across too well in this. But it was in this, uh, it was in this series. Spoiler alert! If you haven't watched and you want to go and see it, turn off now. But it was in this series, where one of the most shocking pieces of TV I've ever seen in my entire life. Because her father, the the father of the girl who got abducted, was like your average middle class white religious American man, you know just yeah. going about his day um, and the abductor was their neighbour became very very friendly with them um, you know started having dinners and getting to know them really well and one day he was hanging out with his neighbour who was the abductor and they went for a drive and he starts complaining about being really frustrated not getting enough at home and he, he takes himself out <laughs> and the oh. lad just gives him a hand job in the car I remember you telling me about uh, this just absolutely mind blowing and that's that's only one of the things where you're like, oh come on, are you serious? But um, your woman weird stuff, don't they? Oh, it's the, one of the strangest documentaries I've ever seen. Abducted in plain sight. Go watch that if you're not doing anything else. Um, <clears throat> but the girl who was abducted is in the documentary as well, so she kind of gives first person accounts of everything that was going on. That's really good. We mentioned already making a murderer. Um, that uh, was obviously one of the most famous ones that kicked it all off. Me- Honourable mention to uh, Serial, the podcast, the season one. Did you listen to Serial season one? I listened to a bit of it, yeah. I remember yourself and Tara were talking about it. Mm. Um, yeah. I, I don't know what to make of it. Yeah. So uh, there's one more on my list, which I think think tops the list. But if you have any other suggestions, 087 I'll give you my uh, number one 
true crime documentary recommendation. But if you have any other ones that you feel we've missed out and we're like, ah, lads, what are we doing? We have to include this. Let us know what your one is. 87 Ed Sheeran, perfect. It's FM 104. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. Um, Jen, thank, uh, sorry, suggestions for true crime documentaries or series that you would highly, highly recommend. Uh, let us know. 87 Jen has sent in another one. Uh, Sir, have you, have you seen Voyeur? Voyeur, no. I uh, Voyeur, I didn't, I, I didn't remember it, but I do now. I think I've seen this as well. Yeah. Um, a legendary journalist, Gay Talisi, um, unmasks a motel owner who spied on his guests for decades. Oh my God, that is my biggest fear. You know when they have the spy hole thing yeah. in the door? Yeah. I don't know why. I always feel like they can see in and then I always think that someone has a hidden camera in the hotel room. Uh, well, this guy had a walkway above all the rooms so he could walk up a secret stairs and he could look down into every <gasps> single room. <laughs> oh God. Oh my God. Terrifying. Oh creepy is that imagine lying in bed being, like fast asleep having a nightmare waking up just looking up at the ceiling and then you see two eyes looking down one of, my, one of the things that always freaks me out was thinking about that yeah that would terrify me but also imagine looking out your window and just seeing like an eyes looking under the, the break oh, in no. the curtain or the blind Jesus. just staring in at you Oh. oh God, that is so creepy. Jen, they are great shouts. Jen is a true crime junkie here, she said. She sent in abducted in plain sight, voyeur. I'm always good when you sent in. Evil genius. Yeah. Um <clears throat> thank you very much for those. Twenty four hours to kill. Haven't seen that one now. Oh yeah. Jacinta, I have not If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I remember. Was it on Netflix though? I can't. I, I can't remember that one. Um, I remember hearing about it. Yeah. Why are we so obsessed with true crime stories and dramas and Yeah, I don't know. I don't get it. I think it might be the either is it the extreme uh, the drama, the conflict, the story, I don't know, yeah. Really? It's kind of weird, isn't it? You kind of have to ask yourself, lads. Cuz I'd be into it to an ex- certain extent, but there's some people like I have a friend who would just only watch true crime stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't be able to live. I'd be In- walking around terrified <laughs> of everything. If you're nervous wreck, wouldn't you? Be like, oh god. Uh, Will, good evening, what's the story? Uh, Gabriel Fernandez is brilliant, but a really hard watch. Now, see, this is the thing. Is Gabriel Hernandez, is that different to Aaron Hernandez? Um, it must be, yeah. So what's, are they related? I wonder. I'm going to say no. Hmm, because I loved the Aaron Hernandez one. Uh, when They See Us is brilliant. When They See Us, I haven't seen that one either. 
Um, Gabriel Fernandez. I don't know about that one. Not a don't know. I just haven't heard of it. I haven't watched it. Is it available on the usual Netflix? Um, let us know. But thanks for that, Will. Nearly the murder of Carol Baskin. Yeah. And that was a good one. The Joe Exotic one. Um, oh, sorry. Mary has sent this in for you, Sersha, as well. Sersha, I'm with you. I can't wait till this is all over so I can give the biggest hug to my two grandchildren, Brooke and Brandon. Ah, yeah, that's yeah. so cute. Yeah, I don't so. have any kids or grandkids to hug, but I will hug anyone. Yeah. So, Mary, this insertion will give you a hug as well when this is all over yeah. and, and sort it out. Um, I'll drive out to you and we'll, we'll just hug it out. Oh, when they see I'll us. I'll just get out of the car, go over, give you a hug for at least three minutes and then get back in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Jess has said yeah Gabriel is heartbreaking no they're not related and when they see us it's brilliant what's when they see us I don't like the name of that when, when they, they see us, us it's obviously someone spying on you somewhere and you don't realise it and that's what freaks me out about living in an apartment what you, you kind of feel like if you're in a house that you know what's going on do you know what I mean you're kind of your neighbours because there's neighbors. no one above you or below you just one person yeah. on the side of you and plus, you you don't have people coming and going all the time. Mm. When you're in an apartment block, people are obviously renting for a certain time and then new people move in. And oh, that's yeah. happened here quite a yeah. lot. And it yeah. creeps me out. You don't get to know them. When they and see also, us. you don't have a window to look out if someone knocks on your door. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All these things. Terrifying. God. Uh, when they see a series, in the spring of 1989, five boys of colour are arrested, interrogated and coerced into confessing to the vicious attack of a woman in Central Park. I think I have seen that as well, yeah. In Central Park? Was that, were they they kind of, uh, Central Park 5, is that the same one kind of, there's probably even a couple about that, yeah. I think I've seen that, that was a famous one. Hmm. That's really good, yeah. Toy Boy. Is Toy Boy a true crime one? Toy Boy, I don't know what that one is either. No, nor do I. Uh, listen, send them on 0876797104. Uh, listen, Jen, thanks for all those. You should come on and be our uh, weekly true crime correspondent and uh, give us a review on all of them because you seem to watch absolutely every single one. Oh, the last one I was going to recommend, if you haven't seen it, is uh, The Jinx. The Jinx? The Jinx is insane. So, it's following this multi-millionaire guy who was implicated in two or three murders. So, it was investigating the disappearance of his wife, uh, the kill, the execution-style killing of uh, a writer by the name of Su- Susan Berman and the 2001 death and dismemberment of his neighbour. So the guy's name is uh, Fred Durst and he was involved in two or three different things, kept popping up and uh, I, I would have got away a with second. it. Is that not Limp Biscuit's name? I don't know. Yeah, it is. Oh no, maybe it's Robert Durst. Is it Robert Durst or Fred? Uh, either way, Mr. Durst it came from an insanely wealthy family, but this journalist finally got access to him and was recording him and interviewing him like over the space of a couple of years, hours and hours and hours of footage, and they're sitting down to do their final interview where he was asking him about the disappearance of his wife, which he kept denying for years, and asking him about the 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 body he dismembered, which he said he did in self-defense, by the way. He got away with that one. Um, and there was another one, but uh, he left his microphone on, so he was lapel mic, a little mic on his collar, and he went into the oh. jacks after they were finished, and they just hadn't turned it off. And he just goes into the toilet. The cameras are still rolling, but you just hear this audio going with him pretty much admitting to everything he did to himself. Like he's like, "What are you after doing?" He's like talking to himself and accidentally admits it. And the lads are like, "What?" Well, if that's not karma, what is? Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, I came across this a little bit earlier on. Um, apparently we've been holding burgers wrong the entire time. I was just going to tell you about that story. Oh, did you see this as well? Popping up I doing the rounds. Well. Yeah. Right. Who, uh, mind blown. <laughs> True eating documentary, which we'll do next. Apparently you and I and Saoirse, we are all eating our burgers completely incorrectly, completely wrong. Uh, and there is a specific way to do it that has been developed by fluid mechanical engineers and physicists and stuff like that who are testing out different ways to hold a burger so all of the good stuff just doesn't just fall out on the ground and you you lose half of it, right? So we'll... I'm just going to throw this out there. It doesn't need a whole lot of good stuff. Good stuff in it is ketchup and cheese. And you need a bit of lettuce. I'd put I in mean, some tomato. Lettuce if you're trying to be healthy. Yeah. I know Mixes it up a little bit. Belong in a burger. Bit of bacon. Mm. Yeah, come on now. Only if it's very, you know that um, overcooked bacon, so there's no fatty bits. Or like crispy bacon. Yeah, crispy bacon, yeah. Uh, onion? Like, no, I don't like these things don't. on their own, but I put it on a burger. Oh, no, you can't have an onion on a burger. Listen, no. Sir, listen, sir, let's just calm down, not saying. No, anything. you need to calm down. Say we, don't say something we'll regret a little bit later on. Anyway, we'll, we'll talk about that next. 
You just pick a it up. Ma- yeah, a McDonald's burger or a Burger King burger, you can just shove it in your mouth. It's fine. Right? Yeah. There's hardly any excess food that falls out. But a burger that you might get in a restaurant that has loads of stuff in it or that's kind of big, I always eat it with a knife and fork. <laughs> like I'll chop No, you I'll don't. Chop it in half no, you don't. This it. should be one of those should you eat a burger with a knife and fork? No. No, I do, yeah. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should look in the mirror and just ask yourself what kind of person are you? Okay, but have you ever bitten into a one of those giant burgers, right? And then the meat falls out, and you end up just eating the bun. Yeah, oh, it's just so all over the place. Yeah, depressing. It just happens. slides out. It falls out. It stuffs all over your hand. Yeah. So if you chop it up and eat it in pieces, <laughs> then at least just you're get a steak. It then, or just get get it without the bundy. No, because you're a naked the burger. No, you can't have a naked burger. No, if you just get look, I'm telling you, try it next time. You won't regret it. No, I'm, I'll never insult myself and eat a burger with a knife and fork. That's just... <laughs> so you eat your chicken wings with a knife and fork as well, do you? No, I don't. You have cereal with a knife and fork. Just put one little rice crispy on no. the end of each The prong. odd time if I don't wash a spoon, I'll, yeah, I'll have my cereal with a fork. But look, you know, we've all done worse. Um, but I think when you are eating it with a knife and fork, if you have chips on the side as well, you can also add that onto the fork with your burger. You're such a nerd. This is just so... <laughs> Boring no one has eater. ever called me a nerd. That is yeah, it's probably not, not the right. No, it's not. I'm just trying to think of such a uh, a loser. Loser is probably a better <laughs> word. Yeah. Sorry, can I have a knife and fork for my burger, please? Thanks very much. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So what I'd like you to do right now is just imagine you have a burger from McDonald's or Burger King or wherever, <laughs> um, and it's on the table in front of you. Then you're about to lift it up. How do you grab it? You open the burger and open you take burger. out the gherkins. And then you okay, close yeah. the burger again, and then you eat it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just you pick it up in the middle, and you bite into it. So, so what are you doing with your hands though? What's your hand position? Your hand position would be okay. I'm I'm doing it now. You'd have your three fingers in the middle, yeah, holding on. Your yeah. thumb underneath, and your two baby fingers are kind of just swaying. Oh, you don't even bring them into the equation. You wouldn't even bring them in. You don't oh, okay. need to. That's fair enough. So you just got the three, and then the one underneath, and then you're shoving yeah. it in your mouth. Yeah. Right. Okay. Uh, these group and of you'd usually have it at a ninety degrees angle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, you're, you're dead like right. You're not yeah. going to hold it upright. No, no, you're no, tilting you, it. You definitely wouldn't. So apparently, this is wrong. This is the wrong way to do it. Okay, so Japanese researchers—they were experts in. Get this, by the way. This is what some people were paid to research. They were experts in fluid mechanics, engineering, and dentistry, and they all came together because apparently this was. A problem that needed addressing. And uh, the problem is when you get a nice, beautiful, huge burger, half of it can wind up falling out on the, onto the uh, table and you just, you've just ruined your burger and it, everyone's crying and it's terrible. So they've said the first thing you need to do, by the way, is you need to open your mouth. You need to warm up your mouth muscles first. So if you have a big, large burger in front of you, you have to open your mouth and your jaw and warm it up and stretch it out first before you try and get the burger in your mouth. Really? Yeah, you've got to warm up. You've got to do this properly. Well, that has happened before. You know, say if you had a day of maybe if you were working in an office, you're not talking to a lot of people, so you're not moving your mouth all yeah. that much all yeah. day. And then you go and get yourself a amazing, I'm going to say Bujo burger because they are the best. And then you end up not being able to fit it in your mouth. It's tough when that happens, isn't it? You want to be able to fit the meat in your mouth. <laughs> now you said it. I didn't say it. So listen, uh, here's some, some more tips for fitting the meat in your mouth and making sure nothing falls out. Uh, you don't get slime or a mess absolutely everywhere. It all goes in and doesn't come back out again. So, so apparently when you're lifting up the burger, here's the way that we're meant to do it. So you're meant to have three fingers on top but spaced out over the whole burger, not just in the middle. So oh. uh, you need to angle them around slightly to the back so they're not right on the sides. They're slightly to the back of the burger. But okay, you're meant so to. It's, is it kind of like when you're holding a baby? Yeah, think of this as more valuable than your firstborn child. 
when you have the burger. Three fingers on top, uh, not pressing down too much in the middle, a firm grip overall. But here's where it kind of gets interesting. Your thumbs are obviously underneath, but you need to now incorporate those baby fingers that you weren't using and put them underneath the back of the burger. So you're providing some structural support to the back of the burger. So you've kind of got a weird like claw hand going on. Your thumb and your baby fingers are underneath providing support to the back and underneath the burger, and then your fingers are just gently pressing down, more so towards the back of the burger and not the side. And that's you know how you're meant to be eating a burger. You know what it sounds like? What? Remember that audio porn that we were listening to? Oh, yeah, the specialist audio porn for women, which is just reading out stuff. And then take your finger and put it around the back. <laughs> and slowly slide it into your mouth. Mm. Oh, God. But I have to say, the thoughts of putting your baby fingers underneath just seems awkward and uncomfortable to me. But again, a very uh, Asian or Japanese, if you can use noodles, I imagine, because, you know, you've used your whole hand with noodles. I can't use... Or not noodles, what am I talking about? Uh, Chopsticks. Chopsticks, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can't use them either. Yeah, I don't need to deny, but I mean, maybe they're more used to using all their fingers and being more dexterous is that the word I'm looking for yeah probably I just don't think it would work for us Irish no I don't think so I want a burger now I might get a burger on the way home and try this out and go does it work does it not I work I would love a barbecue burger oh stop uh, everything barbecued is, is far better yeah everything should be barbecued so, so there you go right if you want to know what to do you need to incorporate your baby fingers when you're picking up your next burger from the next takeaway that you get tomorrow baby fingers underneath at the back thumbs underneath three fingers on top and then into your mouth it goes Happy hmm. days. Job and did done. they say anything about the ingredients inside? No, no, they didn't really care about the ingredients. They were just saying that this, they just wanted to know how to hold it and how to get it in your mouth successfully. Yeah, in fairness, I mean, we're born and we're fed food and we're given a fork and a spoon and all the rest of it and no one ever tells you this is how you eat a burger or this is how you eat a slice of pizza. <laughs> you know, like when people roll up their pizza slice. I'd say you do that and then you take a knife and fork out and just cut it up. Oh, I use a knife, knife and fork to, to cut the pizza. No, you don't. No, just, you don't. No, no you no, don't. I do. Come on now. Okay, we've had enough of that now. But <laughs> knife you? and fork with your burger and pizza. Yeah. You are a loser. My do you know God. what, though? It makes it last longer. No, it doesn't. You, it does. Yeah, it does. You have to fold the pizza slice up and put it in your mouth, and you have to shovel the burger in your mouth as well. You're just... No. No, listen. you don't fold the pizza slice up. No way. Absolutely not. I'll be shocked if anyone else listening this evening uses a knife and fork on a pizza. I'd say you're on your own. If you happen to be a freak like Saoirse as well who uses a knife and fork on a pizza, please let us know. But I presume you're listening right now and you eat a pizza like normal people with your hands and fold it up. But who knows? Who knows? When you're not um, adventurous with food, which I'm not, I don't like, you know, fish or anything healthy really. So when I'm going to a restaurant, if I'm not getting spaghetti bolognese, I'm getting either steak or pizza. Yeah. Usually, you know, the odd time I'll get a burger if there's no steak. Yeah. And I'll use my knife and fork with the pizza and the burger. Right. It's come back. Because you're trying to fit in. You want to look like you're kind of, you're at a restaurant, so you're a bit more proper. You're trying to be posh, so, you know. If you go to a nice restaurant, you can't be, you know, getting your hands dirty eating a pizza. Yes, you can. And you have have that nice pizza and enjoy it fully. No, you can't. Everyone will be staring at you. No, you they to, won't. No, they won't. You have manners, even when you you know you, you don't. You don't have manners, Sirish. Come on I now, let's be genuine now. Stop lying to people. Do you know, I once went out with someone, and this is no joke, right? When they finished eating, they licked the plate. They picked up the plate and licked it. <laughs> In the restaurant? <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> That's the level of... Oh. I was I was with once. Yeah. Wow, that's impressive. You used to lick the plate. Right, listen, if there's any, if you like licking a plate in a restaurant, or if you're a knife and fork user of a pizza, sacrilegious. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Just got a message in, and we just discovered that Saoirse is a freak and a loser, and you like to eat your pizza with a knife and fork, and also cut up your burgers with a knife and fork so you don't get messy. <laughs> oh, What's God. wrong with that? What's right with that? That's just freakish loser behavior, right? Uh, you got a message in, though. Hang on. Uh, Caroline, good evening. Thank you for the message. Caroline says, I use a knife to cut a burger in half to eat, especially in a restaurant, because they are always huge. Okay. See? Right. Thank you, Caroline. We can be friends. Let's go for a burger together. I would never use a knife and fork eating a pizza. That's just wrong. No, come on. Especially, again, you can't really have pizza without chips. So, 
when you have your chips on the side. Of course, you can have pizza without chips. Why are you? Why are you having committing carbicide right there? Are you? I love chips. <sighs> uh, oven she has, chips and pizza is delicious. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Oven chips, something special about them. She goes on and says, "I love chicken wings." So my partner is always horrified with me when we go out in a restaurant because he says I'm like Hannibal Lecter after eating them because you can't eat wings without sauce going all over your face. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I do not eat chicken wings with a knife and fork. And also, Adrian, you said, uh, the fact that you're eating burgers and pizzas with knives and forks, that's why you're 47 and single. (laughs) I have not been eating burgers with knives and forks. It was all going so well until you whipped out your little burger and you're having cereal with your fork and they're just like, no, I'm over, done. 47. It's got time on that. I'm only a spring chicken. A sprung chicken. A sprung chicken. My God, no. Look, I'm aging nicely, gracefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not 40 on. yet. <laughs> right. Uh, we have got no word back from our 50,000 World Health Organization f- scam, basically. No, um, are we not going to get the money? Uh, I don't know. what. It, we're definitely not going to get the money, but we're trying to see if we can scam the scammers. Uh, there are, there's a scam doing the rounds at the moment where people are, are pretending to be your distant relatives on Facebook, setting up like a cloned account of what you would think is your grand-auntie or grand-uncle messaging you, asking how the family is, and then saying, hey, did you get your money for the old coronavirus fund? And then they give you an email of some lad called uh, Angent Moore Blessing. So we emailed Angent Moore Blessing on his Gmail account because apparently the, the WHO, the WHO, do not have their own email systems, which is strange. So um, we've been emailing them back and forth, about 60 emails in, and they have wanted us to give them money now to release the funds. Which is like, they're just saying 500 quid will get you 20 grand. I'm like, well, that, that's, a, that's genius, genius deal. It's just transaction fees, processing fees, no problem. So we're trying to figure out how we pay it um, and see what's going on. But uh, just, just, just be warned, there's um, a few scams doing the rounds out there. Mm, there is a few scams. And like, I mean, you should know by the email address anyway. Yeah, if it's a dodgy like uh, Gmail account with loaded oh, random numbers. Yeah, yeah, loads of numbers. It's it's not going to be legit, let's be honest. Yeah, it's never never really going to work. Usually out. they go to your junk mail, but sometimes it creeps into your actual mm. inbox. Remember yeah. that happened to you before with Yeah. It came up your I think it was what was it your password or something was Oh yeah, yeah, they 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 had it. No, that was a proper hack because that was either from Twitter or LinkedIn or you know those sites get actually hacked or maybe it was PlayStation when they steal your password, but they had an old password of mine in the in the subject heading and I got an email. I've since gotten loads of those emails by the way. So they had my password in the subject heading um of the email. And I was like, uh, I was freaked for a second because I was like, I recognized the password. I wasn't using it on anything, but I recognized it. I was like, uh, sorry, what? And then it went into this big, long email going, hey, this is your password. And uh, we, we've been using it and we know what you're doing. And uh, <gasps> Trying to catch you out. Just trying to, black, they're trying to blackmail you. They say, they're basically saying that if you don't do this, we're going to, we have looked at your webcam. We've seen you on dirty websites and all, <laughs> and all this stuff. It's like if you don't give us like five grand in Bitcoin, and we're going to release it to everyone. So I've loads. I've actually had loads of those over the last while. Um, I've since changed and updated my passwords, but they're obviously on the uh, on the internet somewhere. A lot of people's information and data being released online. Do I have any here? Like that's terrifying, isn't it? Yeah. Like, no, thanks. Like, when you think right, they have yeah. your password, and you know you've been on those dirty websites. <laughs> no, that was a good thing. I hadn't been on them. I don't want to be on a good Christian websites, <laughs> online Bible groups. <laughs> the only things I was looking at. So I was like, listen, don't know what she's on about, lads. So thank you very much and good night. Uh, yeah, no, so I don't have any now, but they, they do the rounds uh, every so often. I delete all my spam mail now, but any word back we get from our, our scammers, happy days. Now, I have something uh, bold to admit, Saoirse, and you're not going to like this. Oh, no, what is it? Did you fart? No, it's just that wouldn't affect you at all. You're in a completely different place. I know, but still, I would just dis- be disturbed by it. No, no, no. The thing I have to admit is, uh, and I don't know why I did this, um, I never watched The Last Airbender. So basically, we tried to put two terrible films back to back. Last week, your film won that we had to watch. So we reviewed that last Monday. And you were supposed to uh, watch The Last Airbender and you didn't watch it. I didn't watch it. So I I feel really bad because I wanted to watch it. But I promise I'll go home and watch it this evening or we can do a full proper in-depth review. Okay. Tomorrow. Have you seen it? I have seen it. it. That's what You you see, if I give you anything now, you're going to, yeah, you need to watch it. Yeah, don't don't, don't don't spoil it because I actually notes. I actually do want to watch it. I remember seeing the trailer in the cinema and laughing out loud at it, kind of going, "This looks ridiculous." Yeah, it's worse than you think. Like it's probably worse than the film you picked that time. 
Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, full review on that tomorrow. You better watch it. Yeah, no, I promise. I promise. I'm sorry. I completely forgot. And I was looking forward to it. And li- literally, like, what else was I doing? It wasn't as if I was out over the weekend. You were busy. I was just so busy doing my hair surgery. I didn't have a, a I actually overheard someone in the supermarket on Saturday on the phone. To, on, on, I don't know who he's on the phone to, but he was like, I oh, know, don't worry. I know you've been really busy. Uh, you've been up to your eyes. I just thought, who the hell is up to their eyes? No one. Yeah, there's not a lot of people, unless you're obviously frontline or whatever, but everyone else is kind of like just twiddling their thumbs going... Yeah. There was a a neighbour across the road from me, like he's buffing his car. You know, he's got some fancy like polishy buff thing that you know has been sitting in the shed for like six months and he's just cracked it out now. He's been buffing the car going, all right, let's do this now for a while. Yeah. Oh yeah, we're we're, we're stooping to the lowest of levels (laughs) that we'd never do before. Like, never did I think I'd be painting. I know. It's, it's, It's actually terrifying. Yeah. Who am I? Serious painting. It's changing us all. Uh, right. Uh, HSE.E, by the way, for all the latest info that has been released today with regard to uh, Ireland's state with the lockdown and the quarantining. Uh, also as well, next Wednesday is going to be your next sweat session. So we've teamed up with Gym Plus Coffee. We're bringing you an FM104 sweat session. We're bringing, we brought it today, by the way, at Monday, and then it'll be Wednesday and Friday are the next ones. So it'll be on our Instagram grid, one o'clock every day. It'll be posted there. And um, we're all doing this to try and help raise as much money as possible for the tribe of charity.com, which is a charity run by young people for young people. So if you can spare anything at all, now a lot of people are in uh, extremely difficult financial situations, so we're not asking you, but if you are fortunate enough to be in a position where you can uh, donate or contribute anything to tribecharity.com, please do so. So uh, it's all with thanks to Gym Plus Coffee. They're an at-leisure brand designed here in Ireland with a passion to make life richer, and you can visit gympluscoffee.com, your next sweat session. It's uh, home workouts, if you're looking for yeah. something to do and a bit of structure at home. Uh, Wednesday, 1 o'clock, or you can go back and do today's one, by the way. It doesn't have okay. to be Wednesday. The next one's out, so you can do it tomorrow, you can do it today, you can do it whenever you want. So, and um, if you are out and about randomly going for a run within your 2K, yep. don't forget to listen to FM 104's Fit Mix, which is amazing. Yeah, so you can I get that. I have it on constantly. Yeah, you can really, get that really via the app, by the way. So if you are, uh, as you said, doing that or going out for a run, uh, avoid the annoying thing of, I want to put on my playlist today because that can yeah. take hours. Fit I mix. swear, it has all the best remixes. It is, hands down, the best uh, playlist I've heard in ages. So there you go. Two things to sort your life out with. Uh, Pratt's pretty much it from us this evening. So we'll be back tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. Any updates on our 50 grand, we will let you know. Uh, and other than that, enjoy enjoy the evening. And uh, as always... It was long of all. Cheers for tuning in this evening and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night. Bye. Bye. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.